Well, so we all ready then? I think so. Can we roll? Yeah. Who's, okay. Who's taking control? What episode number is this? 73. Holy so, shit, 73 episodes? Yeah, we're hitting, we're approaching 100. We gotta start thinking about what we're gonna do. This is crazy. Well, if we can do, like, I don't know, 40 more episodes before podcast. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. That year, good math. math. We've Shut already up. discovered that. Shut Picard up, you son of a bitch. It's, it's, it's just not even close. That's why, <laughs> that's why I had to call it up. I mean, so final countdown, episode number 72? 73. Whatever. Who gives a shit? <laughs> this guy with his math all the time. Numbers, numbers, numbers. Yeah. <laughs> we got Mustard Mike, Craig the Fag, Picard, Keith, and we got uh, Joel the Fatso. Have you been getting fatter, Joel, or is that just me? Uh, I thought I was getting thinner, but I that was me. <laughs> what if you keep getting thinner, but we keep telling you you're getting fatter? Would that, like, break your head and you just, like... No, uh, it's, it, it's fine. My, my self-esteem is already ruined forever, so... I think he just dreams of a skinny Joel, so then when he sees you in real life, it's a disappointment. That's fuck. That picture of the, on the website of you and you were... What was, how old was that? That must have been old. For, like, episode two or something? Oh, God, yeah. I was uh, 21. Yeah, man, it's like yeah. a different man. Yeah, no. A cooler man as well. You got these cool shades. Yeah. And then that video of you when you had your broken arm and you were like with the cigarette, you were like, bam, bam. Popping. Yeah, I used to be cool once. It was, um. I'm glad you're not anymore. It would make me uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm slumming too if it makes you feel any better because, uh. That makes you know. feel worse. Yeah. Asshole. <laughs> I don't think you just say that kind of that kind of thing about your wife when she's not here to defend herself. Oh. I didn't mean that. Jen's amazing. So I guess the obvious thing we could bring up is uh, my email freakout. Now that we're here, I feel embarrassed about it. Like, it's not important. It seemed important yesterday. This morning. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that was. Actually, I love Nerd Rage McNally. So for me, as an outsider, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Well, you know, I think... Uh, Luckily, Picard didn't read most of them, and I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> I don't know, I'm kind of glad he didn't. <laughs> why don't you guys uh, go over exactly like, what happened? If you want. I, don't know. I guess it's just like... I don't know. I guess this has just been been boiling under the surface longer than I thought, that I, I get more stressed out about Vinyl Countdown than I realized that I did. Or maybe that anyone realized that I did. Yeah, it's weird. I was thinking when I was reading those today, like, you're the one who's like, I don't even care that this is a podcast, I just want an excuse to hang out, but today's email was like the total bipolar opposite of that example. Right, because that's what I want it to be. That's bipolar yeah. opposite. I like, but, that. I like that phrase. I just got to call that out. That's bipolar. Yeah. But I don't know, I guess I always have this low, certain level, low level stress where I feel like I got to keep this train moving. And I guess I don't want to do that. I'm tired of it. And uh, you do. You do keep the train moving, and no one's going to take that away from you. But yeah, basically what it was, was, yeah, just that Picard had a chick that may have shown up, and yeah, I don't know, it just like took my low-level background radiation stress and just pushed it up a little more. Like, well, now who the fuck is this that I got to think about? And uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess it was just made me realize that uh, I don't like like running the show. And I think, looking back... Keith's made, you know, made little comments in the past that made me think like, oh, this has been bothering him, but you didn't you didn't say anything until this point and then it exploded. So Yeah, I mean, well I guess I was thinking like with the idea of uh, other people taking notes. That's like my beautiful dream was what if we all had three or four, even if they're terrible notes. But really all I meant was like cause then we'd all have something to fall back on instead of my terrible notes every week that are horrible. They're the oh, worst. I have a, I have a note. Uh, let's see here. Beep, beep, beep. Diarrhea. What if we ate it? 
discuss. Can we put it on nachos? We put it on nachos and we still have nachos. But I feel like with you you guys doing your show in London, you got you got a taste of the power of diarrhea, right? Like oh, yeah, it you works. got, you it got works. some people and you don't know what to talk about and everyone's kind of sluggish and you're like, well, what if? What if shit flew out of an ass and we talk about that? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It really does work. I was going to say about that too. It's so weird because when, when you're driving the diarrhea train it doesn't seem gross to me at all and I'm kind of amazed at how gross other people find it but listening to you guys it was getting ridiculous where you're like okay what if you have to use a straw would you use a a thick straw or a thin straw and you decided on a thin straw because it would make it worse on the person because then there's chunks left that they got to deal with like not a bubble tea straw where they might get the chunks with the slurping it was so gross whereas if I was the one saying that I wouldn't even it wouldn't be gross at all I'm still hung up on the term diarrhea train, personally. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, I don't know, it's, it, I guess that's one of the good things about being the guy who brings up the gross diarrhea stuff, is that I'm not really thinking about it. When other people say it, yeah, you, you envision it more, and it's way grosser. Well, not okay. to be of service. Yeah. But, but to bring it back, I think part of it was, uh, part of your email today was the fact that when we have an unannounced guest, and she happens to be a girl... You feel like we need to prepare extra. <laughs> That's extra yeah, bad the, for me. The boy versus girl thing. Like, who cares? Well, and speaking of said girl. Oh, hello. Oh, man. So, how are we going to do this now? Uh, just, keep keep recording. More? just keep recording. Just keep Maybe you yeah. should switch spots with Joe. Anyway. Uh, Keith having an emotional breakdown today. <laughs> and yep. his, his nervous fear of women. Yeah. I don't know. See, you came you, at the right time. <laughs> yeah, perfect time, actually. Now, granted, I think, Craig, you definitely have got more of a handle on women in general. You actually have female friends, for instance. I really oh, don't. Okay. <laughs> but, I don't feel like I have a handle on women. No I one guess, feels but, like they have a handle on women. Right. But, for instance, like, the chicks are different than dudes. Or it's, it's, I don't know. Fine. To me, yeah, it's a way I don't see different them as thing. Different. Well, yeah, physically, they're just, they're when just I'm people fucking with them, food. it's different. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, girls are just people with food. See, those are the, that's Amen. the thing. Amen. To no me, oh. he's out. I'm out. <laughs> Women. You missed the I'm memo. Out. Yeah. <laughs> You've been banging trannies the entire time. You didn't what even you know. Drink? What? what you Coke. Really? Yeah. He's, a, he's usually a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, we can get back into this later because now no. I feel like I, I don't want to talk right, about it right train, now. Roll the train. Roll the train. Let's go. No, well, my new, my new rule that I made up is that if someone invites a guest onto the show, they now have to run that show and be the podcast emperor. So John is tonight's podcast emperor. Take it away, John. Introduce our new guest. Do you want to use a pseudonym? So it's Andrea. So that's Andrea. <laughs> so how do you know John? Um, we met at a pedigree at a Woodstock. Right, yes. Yeah. Dog tried to attack you and you jumped on me. Yeah, that's right. True or, true or false? You have either seen his penis or he was offered his penis to you. No, but Never. he told me that... Um, I know what's been offered. He so. has it pierced. Did you see the diagram on his phone? I did. Uh, of course you did. Of course you did. He's the most predictable person. <laughs> well, we have another friend who had a vasectomy, and he always shows people the video of his balls oh, getting wow. cut, and then John always shows everyone the diagram he of his dick. He videotaped it? He yeah. videotaped yeah. it himself while yeah. it was yeah, happening. Yeah, he was, oh, yeah, he was jerking cut. off while doing it, too. It was really <laughs> impressive. The doctors are yelling at him, get out of the fucking way, yeah. but... <laughs> Between the two of them, they're pioneering the idea of the business card for the next uh, millennium. I would pass out, I think. Just like seeing it, I'm really bad with blood. Having your ball sack sliced open? Yeah. Yeah. I would think that would be awful. 
It is pretty awful. We don't. No one ever asks to see this video. Yeah. <laughs> he just shoves it in your face. I, I've never seen more than one or two seconds of it, and I. I I'm very okay. willingly watch the whole thing from beginning to end. <laughs> so, in John's defense, I mean, people do ask about his dick. You know, that, well, that yeah, is kind of all the time. Yeah. yeah. Part, like even in New York, I had to show it to two people. Yeah, like two people in New York asked to see it, so I had to show it to them. Yeah. All you have to do is ask. I asked him, he'll never show it. Not this guy, not this home. He's gonna suck it as soon as I pull it out. If I, if I, how about this? If I promise not to suck your dick, will you show it to me? No. But my word is my bond. I don't trust your word. Look at your shifty eyes, your shifty Italian eyes. You can't trust an Italian ever. Right. That's not very so, yeah. politically correct. It's I'm going to go prepper. So all I remembered about this chick was she was hot. Together. She, she is hot. Exactly as hot as I remember. Yeah. yeah. What do you think his chances are? I mean, you got to say none, I got to say none, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm happy to help him, but I mean... I love Picard, but yeah, no. Let's get her drunk. You got to respect how, I guess, like, you know, he basically met her at this podcast place and some other stuff. Yeah, he just knows her through Twitter and Facebook or texting or whatever. It took a while for them to reconnect, but they did. I gotta give him, gotta give him some props, man. Some totally, ups. Man. Here she is. No, let's. I uh, mean, I'm the last person to ever admit that he has game because his game is always like, "Hey, you want to see my penis?" All the time. Hey, you want to blow me? He's falling hey, in. Fuck. He's kind of falling into that, but I guess it works. I don't know who am I to who am I to judge. I do always wonder about that. Like, I mean. You know, uh, with chicks banging dudes that seem like they're lame or whatever, but those are the guys that at least tried. I'm not saying Picard's lame, that's not what I meant, but... No, no, no. But yeah, you have to try to succeed. You, you Statistically, right, Mike? You know about this? You, you cannot succeed if you don't try. And that's I true. never try, for instance, but he does. They've probably been talking about you for like the last five minutes now. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. It was all good things. Yeah. All good things. So, uh... Oh, yeah, so I was going to say, I mean, you'll probably forget, so feel free to ask if you need to, but this is Joel. I know, I was just going to say. I'm Keith. Yeah, hey. John, Craig, Hello. Mike, and Andrea. I was the guy with the baby last yes, We have crossed paths. That was awesome. I, I guess. I, I wonder if social services sees it that way. But, no. Uh, well, they were there. Yeah, so. When I have the baby, I'm totally bringing it. Cool. Like, like, awesome. Honestly, every every time I was feeding your baby, I'll call you guys weren't even looking. <laughs> yeah, so I don't true. even think, I don't, yeah, it's, I don't yeah, think you can be blamed. My grandma used to do that when I was younger. She used to give us wine. Like, my mom yeah, would yeah, talk. You turned out fun. Yeah, so yeah. Totally. Wait, but you yeah, said, did you say you're Italian as you were leaving? Yeah. yeah. So that's normal, right? That's wine. Normal, you, yeah. you, get wine. you drink wine from My mom said I would have, like, wine stains on my bib when she would come pick me up. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's you're less likely to turn into an alcoholic if you've had alcohol your whole life, you know? I don't know that that's true, but sure, why not? Like, you're conditioned to it. I, yeah, I've had alcohol since I was a kid, too. Yeah. I'm, like, the least person ready to drink. That is... That's, that's All right. I'm, I'm, I'm pitching Jen on this idea. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> start your kid young? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just wine and stuff. Not, like, hard liquor, right? No, just rum. Don't be an ass. Just you know rum. what else I heard when the baby's teeth yeah. to rub um, brandy Whis- or whiskey? Yeah, yeah. But that's so old I don't school? know. That's so old school. What what new school is to like rub like LSD under? That's right. Yeah. yeah MDMA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. MDMA. Yeah. yeah. We just put a dry cleaning bag over his head till he's till he's quiet. <laughs> and then, so that's our technique. I mean, every, different strokes for different parents, right? But you know, what's a dry cleaning bag? You know, when you get, have you ever gotten anything dry cleaned? Yeah. It's a plastic bag. Can I just sum it up? The, the, the <laughs> yeah, a plastic bag that you put on clothes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, it's a plastic bag. I mean, that's good. <laughs> it's very thin and it's uh, it's not porous at all, so it uh, suffocates, kills baby's dead, basically. Yeah, I remember it was a joke in season one of Mad Men yeah. where 
she, Sally Draper, had the, the bag on, and the bitch mom is like, you ruined my clothes. She doesn't even care. See, get it? Ah, it's the past. I gotta go to the bathroom. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe I don't want to ask you this, but uh, you work you know, in and around... Uh... I was just going to say, you got fired today. Oh. No, not today. I didn't get fired today. I got fired a little while ago because I have a bad attitude and I wasn't a right fit for the company. You do have a bad attitude. I can tell that from here. So all the smiling, it's yeah, <laughs> the smiling and the that's just general happy outlook on life. Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't even know what to say because I've never, I've never, I've never really been fired before. First of all, and second of all, it was just such a horrible reason. And my boss, who's not really like very nice in general, but when she told me that I was being fired. She said that it was, first of all, because I wasn't a right fit, and then she told me for my own personal growth that a lot of the team said that there was a real, I had a real problem with attitude. I don't get it. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. But they didn't give me any, um, she didn't give me any examples or like anything anyone said or, it was really odd. Like, um, after she said that, the attitude thing, I figured she was going to go into like, you know, this person said this or... I was never called in and told, like, there was this incident and this person said this and you need to change this. So, they didn't so could you, you could sue them for, like, wrongful dismissal, right? Yeah, yeah but it's not even worth it. Like, is there anything No warning at all. And you know when you're, um, like, people have told me when you're going to be fired, you can usually sense it, like, people will avoid you or, like, you know, you don't get along with people usually. Like, I got along with everybody. It was really, really weird. What, what was your job? Describe it. I was a project manager. The big boss, her, um, so she had a son, and her baby daddy was our supplier. Now, you didn't refer to him as the baby daddy at work, right? No. Okay. No, no, never, no, never, never sure. I mean, I'm just trying to think about why you might have got fired. That could be a good reason. So the baby daddy, he asked me out for beers on the Friday. Oh, there it is. There it is. Um, before I got fired. <laughs> I was going to say, Mitch, uh, I was, is this the place you were trying to sleep with your boss or something? No, no, no. No, he was not, atta- like, not attractive to me at all. No, but it doesn't matter. You, you, yeah, that's why you got fired. So, yeah, I thought it was very coincidental. I got high all by myself, all by my lonesome, the other day, and I wrote a science fiction story. <laughs> which really? really just... just Degenerated into me typing whatever I was thinking at that moment. Who would like to read it? I think we should pass it around. I think we should all take turns. You have to read it out loud. Start us off. <laughs> Was there a title to this thing? Space Flight Patrol. Okay. Space Flight Patrol. Oh, can you read the introduction till we get to the first bit here? And then pass it on. And then pass it on. So yeah. Space Flight Patrol by Mustard Mike. Okay. Once upon a unit of space distance, a planet <laughs> flew lonely around its humble sun. That planet was called Sanctitude. He went further. <laughs> he went further. <laughs> Editor's note. I almost went back to fix a grammatical error. Then I realized it would not be in the true spirit of this experiment, so I left it as is. I will continue to provide you this level of courtesy through the rest of this document. <laughs> Sanctitude was a world both smaller and bigger than universe. It existed in infinity. <laughs> and in but a fleeting moment of time. It was like it was dark like a Mexican and smells faintly of walrus tusks. <laughs> Do walruses, walry, have tusks? Is that what they're called? Hold on, I'll check. <laughs> I'm back. I found this in Wikipedia. The walrus is immediately recognized by its prominent tusks, whiskers, and great bulk. Believe it. 
<laughs> Believe it. Wow. <laughs> Back on Sanctitude. His name was Laser Space Pod. <laughs> of the noble Space Pod Starfighters. I think that says Starflighters. Oh, sorry. Starflighters. Yes. <laughs> he was loyal to his leader, one Harold G. Olander IV. His ears were inappropriate. <laughs> one year later. Laser was weaving skillfully through the asteroid belt Bits Candy. His muscles trembled under his exoskeleton as he frantically plotted his course. I wish I had crackers. <laughs> Not like Triscuits or fancy ones. Just normal premium blend. I prefer them to have reduced salt. All that extra salt is too much for my belly to handle sometimes. <laughs> I just had a vision of a guy driving wildly through a schoolyard, weaving erratically while trying to avoid the children. <laughs> just as he was about to be through the schoolyard, he hits a child and he skids across the basketball court. He then turns to his friend in the passenger seat and apologizes. Just save the file. I wonder what icon they'll change the save icon to be. It is quickly becoming irrelevant. I can't remember the last time I saw a floppy disk in person. I miss them, and I miss those days. It was much simpler. Yeah, what a- remember boot disks? I do. I do too. <laughs> what I was getting at was the the save icon is still a floppy disk, right? Like kids yes. probably don't even know what floppy disks are. Uh, I don't think the story is going to work out. I'm hungry. Peanut butter sandwich, sir? Yes, Jeeves. <laughs> just kidding. It's just me. There's no Jeeves. I'm going to make it now. Be back in a minute. I'm back. It was okay. It's okay. I'm watching Bill of Engel. Bill Engel, a comedian. Eng- sorry, Bill Engel do a lengthy bit on how stupid Steve Irwin is for all the crazy stuff he does. It's surreal and almost macabre to hear the audience howl in laughter at his imagery less than a year before his tragic death. In related news, Bill Engel kind of sucks. It's always important. Should I be reading this? Yeah. yeah, read a little. It's always important for young girls to dress up and look pretty for their prom. Finding the perfect dress and getting their hair done just right. <laughs> Guys don't have that experience growing up, which is good, I think, because I don't want to look pretty. <laughs> but uh, you look so pretty. Thank you. I wish I could tell you the same. We're going to watch The Fly. Seeing all these 80s styles and haircuts brings me back to a simpler time. I'd love to go back there. Life today is too fast. Why would he test it on a baboon? Why not a rat or a seagull? Or a plant of some kind? Why did he jump straight to baboon? Is a baboon's life more valuable than rats? Where does he keep getting monkeys from? Yeah, where was he? He kept having all these monkeys. Like, where is he getting monkeys from? Can you imagine if we ate like flies do by vomiting stomach acids on our food first? The world would be different. I'd never go to a restaurant. If you could be teleported instantly to anywhere, anytime, to any parallel universe, would you do it if you knew the only way it was possible is to be killed in the world to have an exact clone of you appear in the other? What the fuck? Let me, let me okay, okay. So you can... This, this was actually... I was like, when I read it back, I was like, wow, that's a good philosophical question. So you can go to any parallel universe, you know, your perfect thing where, you know, you, you're married to your perfect person and your life is all perfect. You can, you can teleport to that world, but in order to do that, you have to kill yourself in this world and a clone of you with your memories and everything exactly like you appears in this other world. 
but it's not really you because you have to die in this world. Okay, let's revisit that because well, that's that's actually really good. I was gonna say real quick, there's a an old anime called The Dirty Pair, and that's how it works. They have their DNA on file, so they don't care if they die in missions because they can come back. But that never made sense to me because it's not them. It's like just a clone. It's not you. So I'm gonna say no. You can't kill yourself well, to teleport because you're dead. That's the Cylon thing too, right? Yeah, but yeah. Okay, sorry. I'm gonna reread that sentence now that I kind of get it. <laughs> uh, if you could be teleported instantly to anywhere, anytime, to any parallel universe, would you do it if you knew that the only way possible is to be killed in this world to have an exact clone of you appear in the other? But it is not you. I think I saw Jeff Goldblum walk angrily past Otto's Dead's. You mean once in your life or right then you saw a vision of it? <laughs> it was, oh. I was it, watching the flies. It yeah. was filmed in Toronto. It oh. was. I looked it up and it was, yeah. Sweet. So it was probably on a stance. It looked just like I'm it. I'm just going to finish it off. Right. I forgot how awesome this movie is. Performances were amazing. Creature makeup was super awesome. And the themes the themes and were chilling as shit. I'm assuming that's a high typo. But uh, an obvious metaphor to disease and the process of dying. It went over my head as a child, but it's surreal seeing this movie as an adult. It's a good fucking movie. I think if you... I know no one's seen it. You should watch it. It's real great. The end. By the way, I love... I love how really there's a paragraph that's the actual sci-fi story, and the rest of it is a review on various things. So other than being fired, what else is exciting going on in your life? I'm going to Bonnaroo. Nice. Yeah. That's a country? No. It's a music festival. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. I love Bonnaroo. <laughs> it's in Tennessee, and it's on a farm. It's a music festival, like, like Coachella, Coachella or, or Edge Fest. But it kicks Coachella's ass. Coachella's more um, rowdy. Like, stayed... Yeah, Bonnaroo's more kind of indie music type yeah. stuff. Yeah, Line whereas Coachella's like Rage Against the Machine and Jane's Addiction and Soundgarden. Oh, my God, I was backstage for Rage Against the Machine. It was the first time that they got back together. First time that they played back together in like a few years. Who's dick to just to get backstage if I could be No, so no, no, no dick. No dick sucking at all. No dick sucking. Oh, my little dick sucking. Uh, we met this guy who was like just weird. This dickless guy. What am I gonna do? I had <laughs> to find another way. He wasn't interested, or I don't think he, he was. Wasn't. Of course he was interested. If you, you have access to a mirror, right? <laughs> you can see yourself. But he was of course he was like, interested. He was great, and then he got us backstage. I think he knew the bouncer. We saw Paris Hilton backstage, and she got yeah, think, sorry, she got can, denied. Can I don't know she how many looped. years. So when we went to Coachella, we stayed in LA for a week before. There, I met Viril from Supercell. <laughs> Except I didn't know it was him. We went to go see this 80s cover band. They were called Metal School at this place called The Key Club. It was like the diviest bar I've ever been to, like the best party ever. They served beer in these like plastic cups. It was, was just it like a big keg party. Yeah, they were Metal awesome. School? So Steve-O was in the audience. Steve-O from Jackass. So they brought him up on stage, and me and my friend were right at the front of the stage. So he's lit up a joint on stage. It's a big deal in the states. Like when yeah, we were, yeah, when we were there, people were like, it was fine to pass a joint. Like if someone was smoking a joint, they would pass it to you, no problem. But if you asked them to buy weed, they would get all like uh, paranoid. Like they'd be like, no, 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 we don't. I didn't think you're a cop if you came up to me and asked for drugs. Yeah, it was like <laughs> class A. That's like I know that's a British thing. Is that? Uh, well, I know in the States, Class A is like cocaine and heroin are Class A. Pot's right up there with those. 
those. Like, okay. if you get caught, wow. you suck. Oh, it's bananas. I can only assume that you suck Steve-O's dick. No. No, really? How come none of these stories involve you sucking dick? No. I am very disappointed. Yeah, I'm getting a little uncomfortable I told here. you, she's got a good attitude. Yeah, the great attitude. Do you think Steve-O's uh, dick has more shit in it than John's? He in the audience, though, and he passed us the joint that he was smoking. He passed it to me from the stage. No, I, mean, I was thinking mess. maybe you got fired because you were masturbating at work. And I saw in the paper the other day that a woman won the right to masturbate at work in the States. In the States, though, that doesn't help her out. So you could sue your boss. Awesome. Yeah, what's the story with that? I didn't so she So she had, like, some sort of, like, sexual dysfunction where she's, like, horny all the time and she masturbates, like, 18 times a day. So, like, she had to masturbate at work. Otherwise, she would, like, I don't know. I don't know what would happen. She would be horny? I don't know. That's my life every day at work. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, that is, does kind of seem like right she has then? man disease. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, she. Uh, I guess she got fired because she was, I don't know, masturbating at work somehow. Did you guys ever, I'll just take the man side of this and skip right to not have you ever masturbated at work, but have you ever had a job you didn't masturbate at? I did it the last two, not the current one yet, the last two I did, and then no jobs before that did I masturbate. I mostly work from home, so... so hell yeah. It's really oh, hard. I'm masturbating at home. I've done yeah. it at this job all the time. Yeah. I think I did. Really, it's just one hand on the mouse, the other on your back. Yeah, if, if I even have a hand on the mouse, I mean, that is that's questionable at best. I was a dishwasher for a month. I don't think I masturbated there because it was just stressful and I hated it. And I, highly unsexy. Yeah. Other than that, though. dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's for the best. That's the one I didn't. All the other ones, yeah, totally, for sure. I think that's what about you? Have I ever masturbated over? You should have did it before you, after you got fired. It's probably hard for a woman to do it. Totally, you know? I just find that, like, when I'm at work, my head is not in any kind of sexy place. I don't know how to not jump in all the time. I just have to not talk. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll learn how to do it. A podcast emperor is working out, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, it's awful. Jews. <laughs> but they are pretty bad. Yeah, I know. Come on. I saw I saw a comic book in uh, uh what was it? it was Jew something it was like Jew wars or something it's like to be fair most wars started at the same yeah I don't even need to finish it you know what I mean the Jews get rid of them so what what's up black people no <laughs> wow you are racist just Andrea this is what I was gonna say I went shopping today with my friend and we went to Urban Outfitters and there was this dress I like I know. Anyway, there was this dress I really liked that I wanted, and this is the whole reason I went. And I had to get it in a large. I think that's why women have such body dysmorphia, because they make sizes so small. They make sizes to... Wait, you mean the large fits you? Like, it's not large? It's Well, the medium was very tight on me, so I had to get a large. Yes, see, that is kind of bananas. That For you to be a large is insane. Well, no, I just mean that, like, someone who's... I guess a bit bigger than me, which is probably not so big, is going to feel really bad about themselves because they can't. Well, but I feel like it's very North American to want to be smaller and be like stick figure. And if you if you have a rack, then suddenly then yeah, yeah. then shit changes. The game yeah. changes. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's really unfortunate. Yeah. No, that's true. Very North American. 
like if you are, sorry, but if you enlarge them, what is what the hell is a small? It's like not even existing. That's for children. She was in the children's yeah, were you section. With, were, you with, were you with deaf kids or something? No, Jacob Jr. Can I make you feel really uncomfortable right now? Yeah. Could you stand up for a sec? Okay. Okay, sorry, I'm sorry. She's hot, right? I know, right? Like, can't believe I was mad at you for bringing guests without I know. telling What's you. What's your there. problem? I take it back. I feel like there's this standard of beauty here where it's like unrealistic. And it's especially weird because we're the ones with all the fat fuck crazy giant hamburgers and stuff. Exactly. It's so, I don't know. The large at Wendy's that's like 32 ounces of pot. But I don't mind like the unrealistic standard because (laughs) then you don't have everyone just saying like, well, I could be a fat fuck. It doesn't matter. Uh, I guess. Well, I'm, I'm the fat yeah, fucking all, group. Yeah, we all so. look at We know your yeah. position. A pointed glance. So our, our catchphrase is, bitch cake, grab a slice. So you have to say it, and that means the episode's done. Let's talk about those fucking bitches. And you know what? They can have cake, and they can grab a slice. Fuck those bitches. Bitch fucking grab a slice of that cake. <laughs> Good enough. Yeah. All the words were there. Yeah. And I added a fucking... <laughs> off what we were talking about at the start because I was too embarrassed to talk about it. Or not even just embarrassed, but it just didn't make sense when she showed up. It's like we should talk to her. You don't want her to think you're a little bitch that cries in emails. I don't even mind that so much, I guess. But anyway, yeah, so to catch you up, uh, since you didn't read all the emails, I'm saying sorry for the best. But yeah, no, I think I think I was I was working myself up a lot about Vinyl Countdown that I think just people didn't even know that I was, where it's like I feel like I gotta run the show or whatever. So uh, I don't know, even I was a little surprised. I guess that's the thing, with like, you know, the being on Keith the Girl in New York and blatting my eyes out and stuff. I feel like I'm trying to move in life toward expressing my feelings more, but that doesn't mean that they're good or valid, <laughs> you know? But I got no choice except to follow them. Yeah, and I don't know, just the idea that the, this chick was going to show up and that, it really stressed me the fuck out. And I was like, ah, why can't Picard ever tell me what's going on? But realistically... Well, I sent you an email this morning. Yeah, that's true. But yesterday I was, you know, all, all fretting. But, but I think realistically... I went to the movies. Sorry. I know. Well, no, I think I was going to say, I think today, I mean, I think I have been trying to kind of guide the show, but I don't, maybe I don't have to, because this seemed like it went fine. 
I just didn't know how yeah, to Yeah, well, not. usually when I bring guests, I have I have an idea of where to sort of lead them. Right. Well, also, the other thing is it doesn't really matter how much I wish you'd tell me more because you're not going to. Like, you can't change how people are. <laughs> and, you know, it's just how you are. I feel like you're like the cowboy guy off on his own trail doing his own thing. Not, not necessarily a lot of communication with home base, but, I mean, that's not going to change, right? Well, I mean, the thing is... It's not like I can plan out guests ahead of time anyways. It's always yeah, last minute because we never know where the fuck we're going to be. <laughs> like We're we, not even at the place tonight we were going to go to. Yeah, we, I had to tell her a different place, text message her, before she even got here. So, I mean, like, if we had a place that we could be at consistently, I could be like, all right, you come in two Tuesdays from now. Right. And it does always work out for the best, I mean, to have actual guests, especially well, girl guests. And, that, and that's what I was thinking, like... We're at a point now where we actually need guests because otherwise we really don't have a lot to talk about anymore. Right. So anyway... So we need new blood all the time, but... I thought, uh, yeah, I'd throw this in at the end of that episode we just did. The reason why, yeah, I hardly talk is because maybe i got to retrain myself not to think i got to always be the guy to talk because it seems like it works out fine if I don't. It's just... But then I just don't know how to... I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I think if like, there's dead air and stuff for a little bit, or if like the conversation isn't all that interesting, it's not a huge deal. I mean, you're gonna, it's not like it's going live anywhere. You're yeah. going to edit it anyways, right? That's true. And you can just cut whole chunks out pretty easily. I think part of it maybe, just because I don't have a job and I have all this time at home, it gives me a lot more yeah. time to fret about things that don't matter. Yeah, no, like, after the first couple of emails, it was like, well, I actually have work to do today, so <laughs> and I, I, I can't be reading yeah. these emails. The 30 cool. emails I get a day from all of you. Yeah, so anyway, I guess that's... I still kind of like the idea of having someone just... It's almost like a, a game within the fucking podcast who is, like, the... Because I... Before, once, before we get... Like, once we get drunk enough and get going, it's always good. But there's that first, like, half hour where... I don't know. It, it, I guess it's probably just this way with any group dynamic. Somebody needs to be the guy. Like, the guy to you know keep things moving yeah. I like the idea of like picking someone even if it doesn't work putting them on the hot seat yeah because that's the other thing I was thinking is like I don't know it's like every time you do have someone you always talk to them and keep it going and stuff I'm like what am I even what am I even complaining about here yeah well it's because I know them like I know what to talk to them about you don't that's why you get worried yeah I guess blowjobs and such <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's not so bad if all this fails ask them when they're going to blow me <laughs>
FinalCountdown.ca.